right, Sean, let's, let's go ahead and tie up our capes. I got that aerodynamics with our capes. What do you say about calls? That was a close call. Glad we figured it out, though. We're going to be talking about capes, cows, and close calls. Capes, cows, and close calls. That's the one we got. That's it. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to another episode of Capes, Cows, and Close Calls. My name is Sean. With me, as always, is my co-host, the man, the myth, the legend, Nick Williams. What's up, everybody? Nice. That was very enthusiastic. Good job, man. I see I just, you tried to bring a little more oomph than me. Are you trying to show me up? I just not. Nah, I just feel like there's got to be a lot of good positive emotion in the beginning. <laughs> okay, fair enough. It's gonna set you know the set the tone the, for the rest tone of the tone for the whole episode. I'm glad you're feeling better. You were sick last yeah, week. I was like dead. You were a little. Please out don't of listen it. to that last episode. Just skip no, over no, it. No, listen to it, but just be forgiving. <laughs> be forgiving. Don't don't not listen to it. Go listen to it, but just understand that. Sean was, you know, on his deathbed. I was definitely under the weather. Yeah. But he's better now. You're back. Yeah. Better than ever. I'm still a little sick. (laughs) Fair enough. I'm just better than I was. You sound a lot better. So that's good. You excited for this episode? Yeah. You know what? It's a DC episode. Look at that. So you're going to be leading this one, I'm going to lead it. I'm going to do it. Are you ready? I'm ready as I'm going to be. All right. So, Nick, I got a question for you. All right, shoot. What the fuck is the DCEU doing? I don't know, man. It, it seems like a real fucking shit show. Yeah, it's crazy. So, I mean, that's what this episode's going to be about. We're going right. to talk about what the DCEU has done, where they're planning on going, and then, you know, it's it's a little bit of a close calls episode because we're going to try to figure out what we think they could do to make the DCEU good. Fair enough. I mean, we do show Marvel a lot of love on this show, obviously. I mean, mostly just because... There's way more Marvel movies than, I mean, we had three different studios making Marvel movies. And then, you know, we had Marvel putting out two to three movies every year. So, obviously, we've been showing a lot more love to Marvel than the DC. But I guess it's, well, I don't know if we're going to show them that much love in this episode. But Yeah, it's definitely not a love episode. Yeah, well, we're at least giving them some attention. Yeah. So, that's that's something, I guess. <laughs> On the plus side... They are making a Batman Hush movie, animated. They are. So that's exciting. You know, their animated game is strong. It is strong. I still haven't seen Batman versus the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, but I enjoyed the comic book, so I'm really looking forward to the movie. I think yeah. I'm going to buy it on 4K Blu-ray. Yeah, I got to say, the shows are even good, too. It's just really their live-action movies that they really just kind of fall apart with. Yeah, that's true. You, you mean like the their live-action shows are good? Yeah. Have you been up to, are you up to date with like Doom Patrol? Uh, no. Are you? No. I haven't even started it. But I hear good I mean, things. I've watched over half of it, but I oh, okay. I kind of uh, just been too busy for TV lately and I haven't Yeah, that's up. fair. We do have real lives. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, These I finished Teen Titans jobs. or Titans rather, and I really enjoyed right. that show. Yeah. And I watched the first episode of Swamp Thing. I was going to ask you that cancel it immediately cancel it immediately it's insane it is um but i mean from the first episode it looked like they had a good premise like it seemed like that show could have really gone somewhere yeah yeah well i mean it and there seems to be a lot of controversy surrounding surrounding that too but yeah it's crazy canceled out those first season they apparently they're still gonna air all the first season because it's it's done but yeah 
to cancel it after the pilot episode is like crazy. And I, I've been hearing pretty good things about it. Like the, the reviews have been fairly positive, way more positive than I would have expected for a Swamp Thing show. Like when they announced it, I was kind of like, yeah, who cares? Yeah, who cares? Like it's fucking this Swamp Thing. Like he's just it's just whatever. But a lot of people seem to enjoy it. So that was surprising. Yeah. But, I mean, know. I've had people yeah. talk to me about it. Yeah. Which is the first uh, DC Universe show I've had people, like just regular people asking me about it. Yeah. When when people talk to you about like comic book stuff, because here, here's my dilemma, right? People who know h- how much I'm into this stuff, you know, they always ask me questions or ask me my opinions or, or whatever. I often find myself like consciously having to like hold back and not go like full force because I'm just like, you kind of have to gauge how much the person cares. Like right. you're like, yeah, no, do I do the same thing. Yeah. Like I could, I could talk about this for a solid 30 minutes, but do you care to listen that long <laughs> is the question. Like how much detail and backstory do I have to give you? Should I just give you one quick fun fact from the comic books or do you want all the Easter eggs? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I feel like I find myself in that situation a lot. I realized like, the only ah. person I don't hold back to was Denise. I just go full on yeah. nerd with her. I'm like, check out this. And like, sometimes she's like generally interested. And then other times I can tell her she's like, okay, Sean. Yeah. I'm like, shut up. I don't want to, I don't care. I don't care. But she, she amuses me either way. Or... Yeah. Fair enough. That's, that's hilarious. <laughs> the one person that's like, they almost have to listen to you. You're yeah. going to hear this. I'm going to tell you about it. All right. Fair enough. All right. So we're, we're going with, what's, what's DC. All right, so let's start from the beginning. All right, fair enough. Way back in the day. Mm-hmm. Man of Steel. Okay. Now, I wouldn't say this is where they went wrong, although I remember seeing the movie and having problems with it. That being said, my problems for that movie seem super minor compared to like the future of this universe. Yeah, but I remember, I know, right? I remember th- there's definitely parts of it that's silly, like, uh, and I don't know how well you remember that movie because it's uh, been a while. I remember a lot of, you know, hairy chest. <laughs> yeah, there was, there was a lot was of hairy a, chest. I don't know. A lot of people seem to think that was a weird choice at the time that they were just like, no, nah, they're just going to look like normal dudes. We're not going to have them. I don't know. You used to like, look, there's a shirtless scene in like every superhero it. movie, right? But like in Marvel, everybody's all like shaven and smooth and stuff. And it's like. Here comes here comes the DCEU. They made a point. I, I'm pretty sure the director of that movie commented on the fact that like Henry Cavill didn't shave his chest, and they were just like, "No, we wanted to be more realistic and more like." You know, know, as a man that has a hairy chest, I appreciate that. Yeah, no, I I, I don't mind it. I I just remember the scene where the like tower fell over and it was on fire, and like his shirt burned off, and then yeah, yeah, then. Henry Cavill's like fucking a tank. Yeah. <laughs> He's just fucking moving around and it's like I mean he was like super jacked. Super fucking jacked. And then of course, you know, he snapped dude's neck. Yeah. I mean so I was gonna get to that, but my first uh problem is the fact that uh he wasn't willing to save his father. Oh yeah. Uh but I then like that scene. ten seconds later he was like, All right, I'm gonna come out of Superman. <laughs> Yeah. I was like the next scene in the movie is like okay now I'm okay with it. Yeah, I didn't I didn't particularly like that scene. Yeah, that was 
Because he could have moved so fast that people didn't notice. That's true. There's so many options he had in that moment where it's like, come on, man. Like, he could have, realistically, he could have sneezed and probably blew that tornado away. Like, or at least slowed it down (laughs) enough to be like, come on, pops, keep on. Yeah. Keep on limping. You know, like, he could have just ran over there and just, like, grabbed his, helped his dad and was just like, shh. And then just kind of blew it away a little bit. And then just like, was like, come on, let's go. He even could have grabbed them and kind of like threw them a bit. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, there's a lot of options. Yeah. So that was the first poor decision. Or, or if nothing else. So we presume that, it. well, his dad died because he got sucked up by the, the tornado, right? Right. If Superman really wanted to, he could have ran over there grabbed his dad and just held him as the tornado whipped around him and then just kind of popped out the other side and just been fine. Yeah, there was a lot of options. A lot of fucking options. So, yeah. I mean, but, you know, compared to some of the problems we're going to have in a little bit, it seems super minor. It does. But, yeah, I definitely remember not being a fan of, like, this is a brand new Superman. He just became Superman. His first villain he killed. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? Uh, my brother just pointed out to me about this movie too. I think it was my brother. That uh, so you know the scene where uh, Zod's like shooting the heat vision, and then Superman snaps his neck. Yeah. And Superman snaps his neck because he's about to kill that family. Right. Um. My brother points out that you don't ever actually see the family. So are we sure that Zod didn't actually get them? I don't know. That's a good question. Yeah, I, I he told me to rewatch that scene with that in mind, and then you kind of like will question it a little bit. And I still haven't rewatched that scene. I need to rewatch it with yeah. that in mind, but I don't know. So, anyways, yeah, uh, I mean, overall, I mean, I wouldn't rate it super low as far as Superman movies go. I think it's as far as Superman movie goes is one of the best ones that we've had. Yeah, you know, I think, I think my problem with and what a lot of people had a problem with 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 the Man of Steel, it's not that it was necessarily. A bad movie. Yes, there were some some silly choices. There were some things that were very questionable. There were some pretty big plot holes. But I think the biggest thing about this movie is that it's so and it, and it's the it's the it's the start off right. It's the kickoff, but it's so dreary. I, I guess is the word I'm trying to say. Um, but it's just like it, it's just downing. You know what I mean? Like he's. He's like yeah, sad I think and that's... depressed, like throughout the whole movie. Like at no point do we feel like he's the the or even like I I can understand him not being like full force, like the symbol of hope and justice that Superman embodies in his first movie. But we don't I we don't even get a sense that he'll become that one day. You know what I mean? Like he just he just seems like I don't know just. I mean, keeping with the theme, that might be, we might just nail this right in the beginning of this episode of what the overall problem with the DCEU was, was just the fact that they went with this like new 52 idea where they're going to be really dark and gritty. And that was the theme that they were going to put into the movies. um, And people just didn't like it. And I don't, I'm not going to say that I, I hated it, but like when they did like the little shift in Justice League, which we'll talk about in a little bit. Um, where it was more of a typical Superman, I definitely enjoyed it more. Seeing him be like all happy and like yeah, everything. definitely. The scene being like you know more down Superman. Yeah. 
for sure, for sure. Um, I mean, it's cool. I like seeing like, I mean, how we always kind of talk about Elseworlds, right? Like, it's almost like an Elseworld. It wasn't like a typical Superman. It was more of a life's hard Superman. Yeah, yeah. Which is, again, it's fine. I don't think there's a problem with that. It it makes sense that he'd have some struggles and you know some go through some trials and tribulations in the in the beginning, but again at no point in that movie do i feel like he's gonna evolve from that you know what i mean like i feel like even after he snaps zod's neck and he's like full-blown superman i i just i don't ever feel like he's gonna come out of that like i don't know that kind of demeanor i guess all right so yeah so what they would set you set that up high? Go ahead. Sorry. What would you rate that movie? I'm gonna give it a many symbols of hope. Yeah, <laughs> symbols of hope. Two and a half out of five. Two and a half. All right. Yeah. Maybe I need to watch it again. Yeah, I know it has been a while, but I feel like I feel like two and a half is a little low. I think I would go a little higher. Yeah, I'll probably go. Three and a half, four. Really? Okay, fair enough. Maybe it's the rating that's throwing me off because I'm like symbols of hope. I give it zero symbols of hope out of five. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, I you know, that what I don't remember which Superman movie they used the song for, but you, you know, the Superman song, the I'm more than a man in a funny red sheet. You know that song, right? Yeah. Yeah, it just I think, felt like uh, that the whole movie. It? Is it Creed? It's not Creed. I know it, though. No, no, just it's going to bother me. Just assume every white band is Creed. <laughs> so I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> wow. I know. <laughs> I'm going to look it up later and edit it into this episode. Because I know who sings it, but I don't know who sings it. That's all right. But yeah, I just I just felt like it was that tone the whole movie, and it just kind of never, never got out of that. But you know, whatever. Yeah. They I think that song was actually in Smallville. I think that's where that song came. Is it from Smallville? Yeah, I don't think it was in a movie. Crash Test Dummies. Does that sound right? That does not sound right even no? a little bit. Nope, that's not it either. What's the name of it? It's not called the Superman song. It's just. That's what I Googled, though, the Superman song. Because I don't know the actual name of it. Uh, um, uh, it's, not, it's not easy to be me. It's not ah, that sounds like the name. To be me. Five for Fighting. There we go. That's the 100 Years song. You know what I'm talking about? No. Okay, this is not one of those podcasts. No, it's not. (laughs) (laughs) Real bad. (laughs) Anyways, this is bring back. All right, so um, yeah, no, I'm gonna go with three, three and a half. All right, fair enough. All right, next movie. Mm -hmm. This is uh, this is arguably where it all started really going downhill. It wasn't going downhill yet, but with the second movie, a lot of people. I'm really in the minority of here of people that didn't like hate this movie. It was Superman uh, or Batman v Superman. It was fine. Yeah, it wasn't that good, but it was fine. I know we've talked about this movie on this. Uh, I know um, you like show it before, so I don't want to get sh- too it's into fine. it. But it's just it was just so entertaining to see a, a way that Batman could take down Superman. So now the the movie has some problems. Yeah, it was garbage. 
Everybody hated the Martha scene. Oh my god. It's like, all right, fine. Uh, you know, your mom's name Martha? My name's mom's Martha. He didn't even say that. No, nah, he didn't. But it was Everybody like, makes fun of and says that. I will that, say. I that will line say, didn't occur. Look, I will say that it actually didn't. It never dawned on me that both their mother's name were Martha until this movie. So what you're saying is you and were all like, sitting in there like, Wait their name? <laughs> yeah, both their mom's names are Martha? I was. I was like. Hold on. Stop fighting. Yeah, I was like, wait a second. I'm like. I questioned it at first. I'm like, no. Wait, what? No. I'm like, wait. Martha. Martha Wayne. Martha King. I was like, get the. F-. I'm like, I'm like, Superman's mom's not named Martha. No, it's not. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. It is. So, yeah. Yeah. Martha. Good old. I feel like it's never been Martha addressed in any day. other like comic book or movie. Or no, anything. it wasn't. It was the first time they ever addressed it. Yeah. So Nobody's ever going to address it again because no. it went over so terribly. Yeah. I know. It. And I, I really think the mindset I just had was the mindset they had in the fucking boardroom when they were just coming <laughs> up with ideas and they were like, wait a second. Did anybody ever notice that both their mom's names are Martha? <gasps> I got it. Nah. I see that scene happened nah. because his mom was killed and he was thinking of his mom as he was about to kill somebody. Hmm. Everybody's just got to downplay that. Also. Whatever. Sure. Whatever. That, don't worry. But all right. So the movie was bad. I feel like the movie was bad despite the that scene. Well, like that's not the scene that made that. I, th- I think the, the whole Doomsday just being super goofy looking. And sh- I thought Doomsday was silly yeah. as hell in that movie. The whole dream sequence was just weird and never really fully addressed and explained. And then the whole, like, seeing the Flash come back, like, I feel like they just kind of, like, skimmed all over that. And it was, like, a big buildup for, like, the Justice League movie that was coming. But then the Justice League movie changed so much. So now it seems extra silly because none of that stuff was addressed. And that's yeah, what it, made that movie It was bad. such a weird, like, fucking, I don't know, like, introduction to those characters. It really just seemed like a Justice League prequel to me. You know what I mean? With like, I mean, it really was. Yeah, like, oh, we're going we're gonna to tussle for a bit, but I don't know. Like, okay, so first of all, this movie was released three years after Man of Steel was. Right. And I would venture to believe that because of the mixed reaction that Man of Steel received, that instead of coming out with a Man of Steel 2, that this was the replacement. Versus being like, hey, we're going to make a Superman 2 movie, which is going to do Batman versus Superman. Not only that, but I feel like DC felt like they were backed into a corner because of what Marvel had been doing, right? So by 2016, which was three years after Man of Steel came out, which also was very close to to uh, the Dark Knight trilogy, and it had Christopher Nolan's name attached to it, which made it seem like it was going to be a part of that universe, but then they decided to go a different direction with it. And like by 2016, Marvel had already put out an Avengers movie, fucking uh, Iron Man 3, which, again, I understand it's not a good movie, but it also made a billion dollars, right? Right. And fucking Guardians of the Galaxy, a movie that everyone believed 
including you, because I remember you, you telling me this, this up was going to fucking bomb. Everybody thought like, no, nah, this is going to be the one Marvel fucks up. Like, who are these people? Who's the Guardians of the Galaxy? Like, what, what is this? You know, and despite the cast, they were just like, no, nah, this, this movie is going to suck. Right. Fucking nailed it. And now DC's like, shit, they just put out a, a, a hit of a movie with a fucking tree that says three words and a talking fucking raccoon. And we can't, why haven't we made a goddamn Batman movie yet? You know what I mean? Like, right. So I feel like they felt the pressure of, of that. You know what I mean? Which is arguably their second big mistake. Okay. What? It's the theme of the episode. No, I know. I was waiting. You, you took a very dramatic pause. I was, I I was on the edge of my chair. Yeah, but I think the big mistake is the fact that they try to compete with Marvel and they should have just focused on doing their own thing. True. Yeah, because again, so tw- by 2016, Marvel was already, Marvel's eight years in already. Right. We already had Avengers movies and everything. Yeah. Like. 2014. When did, when did Avengers 2 come out? I don't know. 2015, I think. Yeah, I think we had already had two Avengers movies by that point. We definitely yeah. did. We definitely did. All right, so going oh, New 52 wait. and going kind of dark and gritty and trying to compete with Marvel. All right, we got two things so far on our list yeah. of what the DCEU is doing wrong. True. We're only, we're only the second movie in. I know. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, it's not that many to go. All right, so, yeah, Batman v Superman. It had some good scenes, it, but then it, it just had it some bad scenes. It did have some good scenes, but it had some really bad scenes, some really fucking boring scenes. It did prove me wrong on Ben Affleck, though. Because yeah, before definitely. that, I thought he was... I was like, how we have Ben Affleck play Batman? And then I am I am prepared to say that he is my favorite uh, live-action Batman. I agree. And everybody was up in arms when we found out, in, including myself. When I found out Ben Affleck was going to play Batman, I'm like, ah... Everybody thought back to when he played Daredevil, how shitty that movie was, even though that's not his fault. But still, like, that's what people had to go off of. Right. And then I was was like, oh, he's going to play Batman. Uh, He's too old. He's just uh, to me. He didn't have the look to play Batman. You know what I mean? Like Batman kind of comes with this certain look you expect. Right. Right. And I didn't feel like he had the look of Batman. Um other people was like just and, you know, you had the, the real, real like nitpickers who were coming at stuff like Ben Affleck's, you know, um, taller than Henry Cavill and Superman should be taller and yada, yada and blah, yeah, blah, those blah. Like, yeah. Just all, all this kind of stuff. And, um, yeah, I definitely say that he was the, the, the diamond out of that rough of a movie. You know what I mean? Like he really, despite the fact that they decided to make Batman a fucking murderer, why is everyone murderers in the DCEU? I don't we're get going it. dark and gritty. So he's just going to murder like Batman's number one rule is he does not murder people. It just wasn't and the typical Batman that we murdered had. everybody. Yeah, he did go. I mean, that was one of my biggest complaints about the movie. Yeah. Gonna, it was just the car scene. And then his dream sequence. And I was like, oh, it didn't really happen. But like, still, he was shooting still, people. Like, he snapped the dude's neck with his bare hands. And then, yeah, the car sequence, like. He literally he grabs a car and uses it as basically a wrecking ball with people inside of it. What? Yeah. All right. So. And he was gonna kill Superman. Like he was gonna straight up stab him in the heart. 
Well, yeah, because he felt like he had to. <laughs> no. He was sitting if, there like... If there's only a 1% chance that he's a threat, then we need to make it take it as an absolute certainty. Then something like that, he said. I'm like... Look at you, man. I don't... I, don't I knew there was some line in that movie like that, but I, I, I don't like, remember what it was. I don't know if that adds up, playboy, but sure, whatever you whatever you say. I mean, he did fight Zod and like destroy Metropolis. That's true. I don't disagree with that. I, I actually liked that aspect of it. I liked that. I don't mind... I didn't mind his motivations. I think his motivations for what he was doing was there. I don't think he necessarily had to go the route of murdering Superman. I, look, they clearly took inspiration from the the Dark Knight Returns comic book, right? Right. But in that com- even in that comic book, Batman's goal in fighting Superman was never to kill him. It was never to even really beat him in the fight. It was to show Superman that, like, he could. He could, right? It was like, look, if I wanted to take you out, I could do it. I know who you are. I understand that you're fucking Superman and I'm just a, a human being. But if I wanted to take you out, I could do it. And he proved that to him. But in this movie, it was just a straight, like, I'm just going to kill this dude. I would have much preferred if he went. You know what? Like, yeah, he's super pissed about what happened in Metropolis. Or, uh, um, where they? Metropolis. Yeah, they're in Metropolis, right? He's super pissed about what happened in Metropolis. Like, he sees Superman as a threat. Like, I get it. But again, if we go with Batman's number one rule of, I don't kill people, I would have much rather have seen him go. All right, I'm gonna show this Superman guy that you can't just come to Earth. And expect us all to just roll over and you can do whatever the fuck you want to do. Like, I'm going to show you that I'm the one that you need to fear. And if you get out of line again, I will take you down. I would like that a lot better. Versus just straight up like, I'm just going to stab you in the heart. Yeah, like the more I think about this movie too, I feel like this movie set up a lot of questions that you wanted to get answered and you didn't. Oh, like so the whole uh, Red Hood thing they kind of had going with like the the yeah the Robin suit yeah ha ha on it and everything. But like, what happened to that? It didn't go anyway. No way. Which was a cool thing to throw in the movie. Super cool. They even put it in the trailer. Yeah. Everybody was so excited about that. Didn't do anything with it. Also. The 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 scene where Batman fights the dudes in the the warehouse, right? Probably the best live action fight Batman scene I've ever seen. Actually, it is See, no doubt. Like, there's some good things in the movie. That's it was I'm good saying. because, like, I mean, because we obviously it, like the fight scenes. You can't compare the fight scenes from like fucking the 1989 Batman to like. 2016 Batman. Yeah, not like in a good way, but like in a bad way. Like they're not even on the same level they didn't have the same choreography like dude couldn't even turn his neck so like it's just <laughs> it's a whole different thing but when we get closer to like the christian bale batman series i it has some really good fight scenes especially in the last one where he fought bane a couple times i thought those were good but they did always seem kind of like sluggish and just kind of like I don't know. Yeah. Real choppy. It was a lot of elbows being thrown. You know what I mean? Like, it was just kind of a lot of... Kind of going on. But, dude, to see Batman in, like, that like that fluid, like, 
because in the animated series, we see him do shit like straight up dodge bullets. You know what I mean? Like, right. Just run at a guy and the guy starts shooting and he just moves and just dodges a bullet. Like, that's crazy. And we had never really seen Batman with that kind of, you know, fluid movement and like agility as we've seen him in like animated form, which is understandable because it's not animation. But that to me was like. The closest we've the gotten. closest we we've gotten is like it was so fluid. It was just nice. Like I like that his suit was just straight up bulletproof. The dude just shot him at point blank range and just kind of bounced off of him. Like I liked yeah. all of it. It was it was good. But then he just was killing people. Yeah, you know to better not to switch gears a little bit here, but we also need to address how goofy Lex Luthor was in this movie. Oh my god. Like it wasn't even like it was Lex Luthor. No, it was wasn't it like Alexander Luthor or something like that? Nah, but I'm still supposed said? to be Lex Luthor. Yeah, I'm saying, but like it wasn't like he was playing even like any else world's version that we've seen of him. No. Like it didn't seem like Lex Luthor's like, never ah. been that goofy ever. Yeah. All right. How many uh, batterings? Uh, look. Despite some of the the good it, look, th- that fight scene is like almost the last scene of the movie. But up until that point, it was a real fucking bumpy ride. It was just, <laughs> it was like there. I remember seeing this, and like I, you know, I, look, we have a comic book podcast. I love these movies. Like, I see them like almost every superhero movie. I see like Thursday night. Like when it premieres, you know, like before it has the wide release, like I'm I'm at early releases, early screenings, like but with this movie, and I think I, I saw this one early too, I remember sitting in the theater and at one point I was so bored, like I got sleepy. <laughs> and I'm just like I really I remember you told me that. I didn't feel that way. I was so bored. Like when he was like looking at like I think it was the scene where like in between when he was like training and like going to his parents' grave and stuff like that, I'm just like, can something happen, please? Like we know they're dead. We we know. It's we get it. Like Yeah. Let's get to something else, you know? Like in a movie called Batman versus Superman, I would expect there to be a lot of nice action. And it just it just wasn't. And I was just kinda like I don't know. All the and then all yeah. I'm going to give it a fucking two. That's fair. That's yeah. a fair score. Yeah. I'm also going to say two. Yeah. I enjoyed it, but it's two. Yeah. Like, I know it's not a great movie. It's like a guilty pleasure just seeing Batman. I mean, and that, that's out. fair. It, it, I can I can see that. You know, like, those are two of your favorite superheroes. So, yeah. to finally see them, like, in a live action movie together. And you know what? I think that's how I felt about Justice League. But what's what what's after Batman versus Superman before we skip straight to Justice League? <laughs> Arguably the worst movie of all yeah, time. Here we go. <laughs> like not even superhero, they're just the worst movie of all time, Suicide oh Squad. Gosh. The worst movie of all time. Golly, that movie was so bad. I, know, I can't I even you tell you a good it. thing about it. I know. You ripped it apart numerous times. I didn't mind it. <laughs> Fucking trash. And again, to me, it was just more enjoyable than Batman versus Superman. Like I just I had more fun watching it. Why that movie was boring too? I'm not saying it wasn't boring, but it was 
it was at least more entertaining than Batman versus Superman. And maybe because it wasn't as long. Because I felt like Batman versus Superman was long. And then they're like, we got an extended cut? Fucking for what? It was already long as I hell. I liked it. It explained more things in it. Man. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to let you take a lead on Suicide Squad because I can't say anything good about it. Um, I mean, I don't have that much I to mean, say if about you're it. Joy Will Smith. I was about to say that's the Will Smith. Thing. Again, so. Which I do, but still. Yeah. Not Will Smith playing Deadshot, just Will Smith just playing Will Smith. Will Smith. Will Smith. And then yeah, enjoy it. Will Smith and about. Um, yeah, so I mean, look, just like Batman versus Superman, how we got Ben Affleck out of it, right? That's, again, that's the diamond in the rough of that movie. And this one, we got Margot Robbie, I guess, as Harley Quinn. First, is she the first live action Harley Quinn we've seen? Yeah. Yeah, like in true form. I mean, like, they made hints to her in like, arrow and stuff like that but we still had never like seen her but i mean this is you know the truest form not the true the the first true live action harley quinn we had received and i didn't mind it i mean yeah they 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 over sexualized her they had her put on fucking booty shorts for like no reason at all right but look i mean what do you expect like it's they had to do something to sell this movie other than just put Will Smith in it, so like ah, we could have a good storyline, but nah. nah, we'll just have her get half. Yeah, I in just front of everybody. I think I got my third of what's wrong with the DCEU. All right, shoot. you ready? What's with the villains that we're choosing? Oh, they're absolute cr- trash. Yeah, yeah. I mean, which is going insane. straight to Zod was a little intense. It was intense. Throwing Doomsday in so early in the story was a little ridiculous. We could have did a whole movie that. on Doomsday. And Batman versus Superman. But that that whole shit was a mess, too. And Lex Luthor was done poorly. It was a Terribly. good choice for a Superman villain. You want to get somebody that's going to manipulate two people to fight? Heck, yeah, that would be Lex Luthor. But he was just played so goofy. goofy. Yeah. And then uh, Enchantress, is that her name? Han- Enchantress. Enchantress. I always mix it up with the one in Thor. She's also Enchantress. I'm just making things up. Yeah. <laughs> There's two Enchantresses. Anyways. It's like the last villain I would choose for a Suicide Squad movie. Like, they should have had a human regular villain. Yeah, there's a lot of choices. Or they could have been a metahuman. You know, like they could have been... Because the, the whole idea of the Suicide Squad is that it is a, a team of pretty remarkable people, right? Right. They're very skilled, but they're villains. They're criminals. So they take these criminals, they put them all on a team together to try to accomplish the things that they couldn't, A, they couldn't do by themselves, and B, it's, it's usually a fucking suicide mission. Like, the idea is, like, there's a very high possibility that most of you won't make it out of this, but you're fucking criminals. You're in prison. So if you make it out of it, we shorten your sentence. If you don't, then whatever. Like you're right. That's what you are. Like the premise of Suicide Squad is cool. Yeah. Like, that's a cool premise. I mean, Amanda, like she even put them to put a team together to potentially take down Superman at one point. Right. You know what I mean? Like, and now you're telling me like, of all the villains, you just have a weird wavy witch, like, and the way she, the fucking hip movement thing, <laughs> like, what the hell was that? 
<laughs> who who told her that was a good choice? Who went to her and was like, uh, that that thing you just did with your hips? Just do that <laughs> the entire time. It's it's just pure gold. You're nailing it right or, now. Just nailing it. If she was doing it, who didn't tell her it was a shit idea? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, as a friend, as as another professional actor, I would have went to her and been like, hey. This is look nearly yeah. as cool as you think it yeah, is. Yeah, you should probably cut that shit out. It's just, it's, look. You I, know what kills me too, though? Like, why didn't we see the villains, like, more doing the things that, like, like why didn't we say boomerang, throwing more throwing boomerangs? More boomerangs? I think he threw, like, one boomerang yeah. the entire. He drank like some beer, though. we didn't see, like, Deadshot taking that many cool shots. Like, nah, not really. We didn't see anybody really do he anything that all that cool. He had one scene where he jumped on the top of the car and was just, like, shooting. Right. Which is fine, but... I mean, again, the whole thing was that it was just... It was fucking Will Smith. Like, they... He wore the, the mask, worst like, ever. once. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I literally yeah. can't say anything good about that Joker. Yeah. Not one thing. Look... We got what we expected, though, I think. No. I expected a good movie, when, and I got crap. When when they first... Re- Do you remember when they first released the footage of the Joker with the fucking damage tattoo on his forehead? Yeah, I do. Yeah, everybody hated it. <laughs> what were they thinking? Everybody thought, yeah, this is going to be a shit Joker. I still thought the movie was going mean, to be... I thought the movie was going to have a Guardians of the Galaxy kind of feel to it. That's where and you went wrong. Didn't. No, it did not, sir. It would have been good if it did, though. I think that's, that's a good Suicide Squad movie. I think that's another problem, man. You can't just... I, I think DC almost re, rely too much on the star power of some of these movies. You know what I mean? They think, oh, yeah, we'll get Will Smith. We'll get Margot Robbie. She's an up-and-coming star. Will Smith's very well known. And they thought, put those two at the front, let them lead it, and you know, we'll have a successful movie. But it's like, that's not always the case you know what i mean like you can't just rely a good movie still yeah you still have to have a good movie like you think the first iron man like robert Downey jr was he was a well-established actor at that point but he was also known for you know his fucking drug abuse and going to rehab and all like people were full fully believed that his career was over as an actor and they were like no we're gonna take a chance on this guy and and you know See how he does. And, like, he's the face of that franchise. Right. Same thing with, like, they took actors that we would have never thought could do this. They, like, I remember when they cast Paul Rudd as Ant-Man. I'm like, really, Paul Rudd? Why Why Paul Rudd? It's doing a fantastic they took, job. You know, they took this awkward comedy guy, made him get abs, and was like, yeah, he's going to be a hero. Like, <laughs> so what he's going to do. Same thing with Chris Pratt. Like, they, it's not that they were using unknown people, but they were taking people who not just not just for their star power. Right. They were taking people and putting them in roles that made sense, that worked for them. They were strategically casting who they wanted. And I feel like DC didn't go that route. Like, I, I don't I don't think Henry Cavill is a bad cast of Superman. 
But the writing for his his character has been shit. He hasn't been able right. to really shine as Superman because they haven't given him a good movie to be in. Same thing with Ben Affleck. Like, we doubted him, but he did a good job, you know? But other than that, like, their casting's been terrible. Uh, Gal Gadot is... She's good as Wonder he Woman. She's good. Yeah. But they, they've really made some questionable... Like, Jared Leto is a Joker. You know, um, Jesse Eisenberg is Lex Luthor. Like, what what's what's what are you doing? I wish I knew. So, yeah. I don't All right, know. you want to rate Suicide Squad? I don't want to talk about it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> you done with that Horrible. one already? Uh, two. Again, another two. Right. Can I give negative scores? Nope. Nope. Zero. <laughs> Zero damage tattoos out of Zero five? Zero damage out of five. Fair enough. God. I can... If any of our listeners haven't seen it, don't. Don't see that movie. Look, go see the watch the movie. No. It's don't. Fine. Take whatever money you have spent to see that movie and throw in the garbage and it would be better. God, it's so bad. Alright, anyways. Wonder Woman. This is where they turned it around. Yeah, this is uh It's like they went on a downward trend. Definitely. And then I feel like trend. Wonder Woman is easily just as good as Men of Steel. Yeah, I would agree with that. I would say it's better than Man of Steel. The third act is the only problem with it. Yeah. Because the CGI it. fight kind of looked ridiculous. It, it, and that, that's been like a, a big... <clears throat> DC does this a lot where the third act seems to just be... And, you know, Marvel's... All the superhero movies are guilty of this. I'm not, I'm just, I can't just blame this on DC. But what DC does is that they seem to take take the audience kind of out of the real world and put them into like this CGI smoke and fire and lightning kind of place. That's just dark and gray and dull. Right. So Marvel has, has, has the trope of at the end of every Avengers movie, every third act, it's just drones and drones of like these, like not mindless beings, but just kind of like these, these things you don't care about. You know what I mean? Right. Like, they're never just fighting a bunch of humans. It's always aliens or robots or space dogs or whatever, right? Just the just, just these drones of um, mindless beings. Yeah, mindless things, right? Um, and it's like, yeah, the heroes get overwhelmed and then they come back and blah, blah, blah. But what they have done is they at least have managed to keep it within like a, a real kind of environment, right? They're... They were in the middle of New York. They were on, um, uh, where were they in? Um, Sokovia. Sokovia. You right. know, um, Wakanda. They were in places, they were in bright places. It was light. It, there was still sun. Like, the streets looked like real streets. But in, in Justice League, it's just like, all of a sudden, shit just turns, like, gray and fucking weird. Like, at the end of Wonder Woman, like, it was just, they were supposed to be in an airport, but... It just didn't seem yeah. like an airport. It was just dark and just smoke and lightning and like CGI. And it's like, okay, same thing with Suicide Squad. Like they were supposed to be on a street, but it didn't fucking seem like a street. <laughs> same thing with Justice League. <laughs> like no shit I've never seen. <laughs> yeah, same thing with Justice League. Like now all of a sudden, like the sky is like orange and it's like, what's what the fuck is going on here? Like you were just in a normal city. Like, yeah. why is it? 
I mean, I'd but say anyway. all the way up until that point, that movie, that one-on-one movie was pretty on point. No, you know, it, it was. It seems like a very I typical, agree. like, one-on-one story. Like, they didn't change anything about her. The, the, the whole thing seemed great to me. The mid-act battle was way better than the final battle. Right. The The no-man's land scene where she's fucking... She hops out there and she's like on the front lines and then runs through the city and just fucking smashing through buildings and taking out soldiers. Like, great scene. Great scene. Like, I feel like it. you could watch that scene alone for this. Like, th- that scene alone is worth watching this movie, I think. Right. You know, just, just seeing that. But it's actually the buildup to it, too, that makes it really re- rewarding, right? Because we see... Wonder Woman, who seems like this very naive um, person, but she's so pure and her intentions are so pure. And that I think that's what helps to really make that scene, too. Despite the fact that the action is really cool and it looks really good, uh, knowing that she's just like, like, no, I just like I, I need like there are bad people in this world. And I have the power to stop them. So I need to do it, right? Like, you you never give up. You never stop fighting. Like, if you have the the op- the chance to make a change, like, you need to take it. You need to do something. You got to risk something. And it was like, I think that really worked for that movie, you know? Um, and I feel like uh, we can say, like, um, this is the first movie that didn't go super dark nitty gritty. And that's one of the reasons that it was better than some of the other movies. That yeah. We saw. It, it stayed pretty um, lighthearted throughout. Man, what was their second thing? Wait, it was dark and gritty. Right. Um, and the then there was the villain. What was the second? They were trying, they, they were trying to compete with Marvel. Oh, trying to compete with. Yeah. So this is so actually like the only messed up on one of the three. Yeah, because, it, it, I mean, if you really, like, if we want to put them against each other, right, and, and it's, honestly, it's not all that fair to pit them against each other, but if we had to, this is one of the things where DC actually beat Marvel to the punch, right? Because at, up until this point, Marvel didn't have a, a female-led superhero movie. They hadn't done it. Like, we knew Captain Marvel was coming, but they hadn't done it yet, and here they come with Wonder Woman, which again makes sense right because it's fucking wonder woman like right if you one of the biggest characters if you could name any female superhero you're gonna name wonder woman right you could know absolutely nothing about comic books but you know yeah you know who wonder woman is just like you can know nothing about comic books or superheroes but you know who superman is you know who batman is like you know who wonder woman is so it it's not even like um unbelievable to think that like a wonder woman movie came out before captain marvel it's almost unbelievable to think that it took this long right that it was so close to captain marvel where it's like no one knew who captain marvel was unless you read comic books you didn't know who captain marvel was a lot of people still don't know who captain marvel is but here she is with her own movie again that made a billion dollars but yeah we got wonder woman that that didn't and it, it, again it it did very well, but I would still argue, because I argued when we did our review of Wonder Woman, I would argue that despite it, it is a good movie. It's by no means a, 
a perfect movie. I don't even know if I would say it's like a great movie, but in comparison to the shit that DC had already put out, it is a great movie, which right. sucks because if you take it out of that, if you just take it as its own thing, it's pretty good. Like you said, the third act, it really falls apart. But up until that point, it's pretty solid. But in comparison to Man of Steel, Batman v Superman, uh, Suicide Squad, it really fucking shines, you know? I would agree. Uh, how many lassos out of five? Uh, I'd give it like three and a half lassos of truth. Lassos. I'm going to go four. There you go. It's just the third act that was bad. Otherwise, that would have like that would have been what I would have wanted out of a Wonder Woman movie. Yeah, it did everything I wanted. Just the third act was just wasn't great. Um, and again, shitty and villain I feel like choice. With, yeah, and so like with the next movie, jumping ahead a little bit here, with the new Wonder Woman movie coming out with Cheetah being the villain, like that's a good choice. That's it should have been the first choice. Yeah, it seems like this could be a pretty solid ass movie yeah it does it does the poster looks good i like it it's different they went a different route yeah it does kind of look a little captain marvel-y but hey look that's what works right very made true. a billion dollars going back a little bit down here just like yeah so we get this went up and went down we get this shimmer of hope from wonder woman and then it's like okay cool so we didn't really like Batman versus Superman, but we like Ben Affleck, right? right? A lot of people questioned if if Gal Gadot could could do Wonder Woman. They thought well, she's not an actress; she's mostly just a model. She's too skinny. People thought, you know, crazy shit. Her breasts aren't big enough. Just just dumb stuff like right. that, right? People are being ridiculous. Yeah, like whatever, dude. Um, but hey, it was a good Wonder Woman movie. We had a good Batman. Didn't like the movie. We had a good Batman. Wasn't sure about the Wonder Woman, but we had a good fucking movie, and she did better than we thought she would do. Okay. DC, maybe they're going to turn it around. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Here's this mess of a Justice League movie we got for you. Ah, right, look. The thing about this movie was, it was just not great. <laughs> yeah. It was nice to see the Justice League all in the live action scene. I don't know why they they went with Stephen Wolf. That was a weird choice. He looked weird goofy. Choice. I'm still not sold on our Flash character. Nope. He had a goofy run. Uh, you know, Jason Moore did a pretty good job of Aquaman. I feel like I doubted it a little bit. But still, just the overall storyline was just not well-developed. No. I'm trying to think. So, I mean, they had kind of dark and gritty in the beginning, but they got a little more happy. But and that's when the movie kind of got a little bit better. So I think yeah. that's still true, right? They went dark and gritty. They were clearly trying to compete with Marvel still, and they rushed into this Justice League movie. Like, I right. get that it's still kind of been years, but, like, Marvel, like, really built up to the first Avengers movie. And, like, we didn't have that same build up, so they were still competing. And then, poor villain choice. Yeah. So, we're still in all three of why this movie was not great. I, I wonder, too, if if the the DC and, like, Warner Brothers, like, executives, I almost wonder if they were just overly confident. You know what I mean? Like, I can't help but think that maybe they, they were a bit. In the sense of, like, 
hey, we got Wonder Woman, we got Superman, we got Batman. Why do we need to take, you know, uh, six years to go into our first team movie? Why do we need to give them all each their own solo movie before we do a team movie? Like, why do we need to take that time? Yep. Why don't we just go right into it? Like, and people I know almost, who they are. I almost feel like that could have worked if they just skipped the whole becoming a team. Like, if they just made a movie and it was an established Justice League already. And then kind of give you hints of like, oh, how did this happen? Like, they can kind of have like little slight references to how they became a team, but they'll actually show you. You would like be leaving that theater being like, oh, man, that was so awesome. Like, I wonder what happened that made them all like come together. Yeah. You know, almost like how Young Justice does uh, where they like jump every couple of years and then you're just like watching it, trying to figure out what happened in the past couple of years. That yeah. like, like, what was the jump? What, why are all these things different? They could have did something like that. And that probably would have worked. But them trying to build that team in that same movie with weird villains and weird backstories to why the mother box or father box, I don't even remember which one it is. Is that It just it was Not too much sure. and it was ridiculous. You know what? The, the th- I think we might have watched this together at some point, but I, I'm pretty sure you've seen You've seen Justice League War, right? Yeah, of course. Right? So... That's the animated movie of like kind of like the new 52 version of the Justice League, which is mostly this team it is. Yeah, it's Superman, Batman, Green. We got Green Lantern instead, but it's Superman, Batman, Green Lantern, Flash, Shazam, Shazam, Wonder Woman. Is Aquaman a part of it or no? Aquaman's part of the not war, but the, the next one's the Atlantis right, one. The, the Atlantis Atlantis part one. of it. In that movie, we see the Justice League come together. Right, and it 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 it, it kind of adapts that kind of darker tone of the new fifty two. The movie's like an hour and fucking twenty minutes, and they were able to pull it together. Yeah, you know what though? If they follow that exact same story and plot and put it in live action, I still don't know if it would have been as good. No, I agree. I don't think it would have been as good, but they definitely could have took a lot of like tips from it. You know what I mean? Right. Like uh, like we have a scene in there and I guess they didn't have Green Lantern, but still like just why is DC not using their source material? I don't get it. Like it's very clear that Kevin Feige and the people at Marvel Studios truly enjoy Marvel comic books. I agree. They read them like they fucking research them. Like they're, they're like legitimately dedicated to being like, we're going to do as much as we possibly can. That's why like we have a hundred Easter egg videos on every Marvel movie because they're so full of like just little shit, little names, little characters, little all these little things from the comic books that they true like they they make sure are like in the movie just for the fans are like it's it's brilliant but like DC is just like no we'll just we'll just do whatever <laughs> it's just like why yeah I think that's another um another issue that DC has that has really helped Marvel um succeed is that they don't have a Kevin Feige type figure over at DC. You know what I mean? Like they don't have a person overlooking all of it. Exactly. They don't have a lead like that. Like 
again, Kevin Feige, it's clear that he's very passionate about the comic books, about making sure that we get good stories on top of a superhero movie. You know what I mean? Like he's, he's passionate about making sure that each cast, like each person that's cast is, is thoroughly like thought through. They're not just fucking throwing anybody at the wall and seeing if they stick. They're like, you know, like right off the back of her, of her Oscar win, they cast Brie Larson as Captain Marvel. You know, like they're, they're thinking it through, you know what I mean? Right. Like, and now they have the clout where they can pull in like really like a list actors like fucking like they're eyeballing like Angelina Jolie and like Keanu Reeves for like an Eternals movie. You know what I mean? Like and that's a movie. They're not even big characters. They're not even big names. Like it's not like they're asking them to play, you know, the next Iron Man or, or, or one of the bigger names of Marvel. Like it's like. No, hey, we got these real obscure characters. We want you guys to play them. You know what I mean? Like, right? They got Vin Diesel to fucking voice a tree. Yeah, Bradley Cooper to be a raccoon. To be a rac, Bradley Cooper to just be a raccoon. Like what? Like how? And and I I I give I do give the credit to Kevin Feige and DC just doesn't have anybody like that over there to oversee those kind of things and make sure that stuff's working. You know what I mean? Yeah. All right. So Justice League, how many watchtowers? Mm. See, this one's tough because the, the the nerd in me and the kid in me who grew up watching the Justice League cartoons, which again, so much source material to draw from, right? <laughs> unbelievable. You just gotta make Bruce Tim that Kevin Feige for DC, and then DC will be all set. Yeah, probably somebody needs to do it. Um, yeah, the kid in me did enjoy seeing the Justice League together. And like you said, like the, the new, that new version of Superman that we got, I liked them. Like it was great. We, I, that, that movie, we got the, the, the hopeful kind of symbol of justice Superman that everybody had been waiting for. But on the opposite side, we got a Ben Affleck who was clearly beaten down with this role. You know what I mean? Like. It almost seems like, or not almost, I'm pretty sure he didn't even get in the shape, the same shape he did for this movie as he did for Batman vs. Superman. You know, right. like, He had that whole shirtless workout scene in Batman vs. Superman. And this one, it's like, they wouldn't even take his bodysuit off of him. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure it's because underneath he was still flabby. You know, <laughs> like, he's just like, nah, fuck all that. Like, just put the muscles in the suit and I'll just, Wear the I'll, suit. yeah, I'll just roll with that, you know? Three. Three out of five, I yeah, guess. Yeah, go three, too. Yeah. All right, these next two, I feel like we reviewed relatively recently, so we won't dive too deep into them, but it's Aquaman and then Shazam. Yeah. So, again, it. now, here's the thing. It seems like that they're back on track. Yes. But it also seems like there's no track at all. <laughs> you know, like... So we got Aquaman, and here's a, here's where it, it seems like DC kind of looked to Marvel for for inspiration for this. Marvel not only makes sure that they cast good actors, but they also make sure they get good directors, right? I th- I, 
one of the reasons why Black Panther was such a success because, is because they got Ryan Coogler to do it. Ryan Coogler was the guy who, you know, did Fruitvale Station and he did uh, he did Creed, you know, so he had already had a working relationship with Michael B. Jordan, which I believe helped to really bring out such a great performance out of him in Black Panther. You know, so they were thinking this through. Um, and for this one, DC decides to go get James Wan, who up until this point we had only really known for like horror movies, but they're like, yeah, he, he, oh, and he did, um, he did one of the Fast and Furious movies. So they're like, okay, cool. He can handle action. He can, he can handle like, we just give him, give him a big budget and just fucking let him go crazy. And it seems like they really gave him the reins with this movie. They didn't. They, there was no execs in there trying to tell them like it needs to connect to the the rest of the universe. It needs to have this Easter egg and all this stuff. They were just like, here, yeah, just just go make a solid movie. Yeah, just do what you want to do, and that fucking worked. Yeah, you know, and it was lighthearted. Yeah, didn't seem like I was trying to compete with Marvel. Nope. Had a good villain. Had two yeah. good villains. They did have two villains that made sense for Aquaman. Yep. And two of his biggest villains. And that's what I liked most about this movie. Now, again, we talked about it. I don't think this is a perfect movie. I had some issues with it. But what I did like is that they were just like, fuck it. They threw everything at it. Everything. We're going to put both of Aquaman's biggest villains in here. Done. You know what I mean? Where underwater, absolutely. Are they going to talk? You bet your ass they are. (laughs) We're going to throw in the trench. They're going to go to the center of the fucking earth. We're going to have an octopus that plays the goddamn drums. They did it all. They were just like, there's no reason to hold back. That's why it was a solid movie. Yeah. Zero complaints. I still have none. That's crazy. I I feel like you still fell short of telling me what you don't like about the I movie. I did tell you what I didn't like about the movie. The weird tonal shifts. It really threw me off. Oh, whatever. All the movies do that. They ate flowers in the middle of like Spain or whatever. It was cute. It, yeah. it was his future wife. Whatever. All right. But yeah. How many tridents? Uh, how many? So a trident is technically three, right? But we're just going to say one trident's one. Yeah, no, no. I'm not going to do some weird <laughs> math problem with this. Uh, four. Four and a half, maybe. It's not meant to five. The movie's perfect. Wow. Wouldn't change a thing about it. It's perfect. That's that's intense, man. Um, but yeah. All right, so let's a, talk about Shazam. I feel like we just talked about Shazam, but we can briefly go into Shazam. You and I both didn't think it was overly amazing, but critics thought it was great, and that movie did super well. It did do very, very well. I like Zachary Levi. Yeah, I like I Zachary Levi, he did a good Levi job too. in the role. I think he did a good job. Um... um it just was a little kiddish for me. But it was supposed to be. Yeah, see, but I don't feel like it should have been. What do you... What? It just should have been. Like, Captain Marvel is a kid, and I get that, but he's not. he's still got the wisdom of Solomon. We didn't see any wisdom from Solomon. We yeah, just I mean, saw a child true. with superhero powers. But and for that, it was a great movie, but that's not really what I wanted. Okay, so your biggest complaint about the movie is that it's just not what you wanted. Yes. Okay, I mean, that's fair. Look, the, to me, there was a little bit of a disconnect between when he was Billy Batson and when he became Shazam. Um, 
it seemed like he was more. I don't know, and I mean, maybe it makes sense because it seemed like he was just kind of more like relaxed and like loose and just kind of more like happy go lucky when he was Shazam versus when he was Billy he's Batson. Crazy viral, he could do whatever. The yeah, heck he, he wants. do whatever the fuck he wants. So I guess that makes sense. But look, it it was a good movie, and again, it in relation to Aquaman, I would put it on about the same level like kind of adjusting for what the two movies were. Okay. Like, and what I mean by that is like, okay, it makes sense that like Aquaman you was like this big the villain spectacle. choice was a little, yeah, the villain choice was weird. It was out there, but I don't think that movie was about the villain though. I don't think that was the main focus of it. You know what I mean? Got a point. I think it was about this kid who came from, went from, from nothing to something and uh, Got like a family, this, this family, yeah, this family story, right? I think yeah. that's what it was about because that the fucking scene where he finds his mom and his mom is just like, yeah, I left you there on purpose. I was like, God damn, but you were okay, right? I was like, fuck yeah. She like, seemed like you turn out fine yeah, based on no information yeah. that I have. You're good. I'm like, what the fuck? What? That so yeah, that was crazy. So yeah, like. Aquaman, it makes sense that it was like this big spectacle that they had all the, all these components to this movie, that it was two hours long. You know, they had two villains. They made it happen. Shazam, it made sense that it was what it was, that it was a bit more toned down. It wasn't over-the-top crazy with special effects and CGI. I thought there were some really good moments in the movie. I love the scene where they're like in the sky and like the villain starts to talk and he's like, dude, I can't hear you. You're like a mile away. I'm pretty sure you're giving your evil speech right now, but like I can't hear shit you're saying. And I'm like, that's perfect. It makes so much sense yeah. because they do that so much in movies. And it's like, yeah, you wouldn't be able to hear him. Like you're fucking you're you're at the top of a building. Like, you know how much wind is probably up there? You wouldn't be able to hear that. So it makes sense. So just yeah. stuff like that. So yeah, in respectively i think that they're about the same level for what they're supposed to be you know what i mean yeah i get what you mean i mean there's i don't know if i quite agree i think the villain choice is partially of what makes this movie fall short with me uh like it's based on the things that we're saying that dc the dcu is doing wrong like the villain choice was weird for this um at the same point, I do like how they didn't kind of hold back. Like, they just threw the Shazam family in there. Like, yeah, let's go ahead and do that. And they did such a good job of, like, not letting that out until the movie came out. Like, surprise yeah. growth of the Shazam family. I was completely like, shocked. Yeah, that, that was really cool. But, yeah, no. Nah, I'm So, I'll, I, I wouldn't rate this as a five like I did Aquaman. I'd probably rate this three and a half. Yeah, I'd probably give it a four. Lightning bolts, like I, I don't know. Yeah, lightning with my hands. Lightning with your hands. Hands. Lightning with my hands. All right. I like that scene for some reason. So I feel like we we fully undeveloped the problems that we've seen with the DCU, right? We got mm-hmm. four solid problems. Okay. Let's talk just briefly about what's to come. Um, and I mean, there's a huge list of like rumored things. I'm just going to run through the list and then we'll go through the ones that we feel we know are 
pretty sure are happening. Okay. And so, ones that shouldn't. And ones that sh- Okay, yeah. All right. So there's Joker, Birds of Prey, mm-hmm. Wonder Woman 1984, The Batman, Suicide Squad, Aquaman 2, The Trench, The Flash, Shazam 2, Batgirl, Nightwing, The Lantern Corp, Corpse, New Gods, Black Hawk, Joker with, uh, what's his face? Jared Leto. Jared Leto. Harley Quinn Joker, Supergirl, Justice League Dark, Gotham City Sirens, and Blue Beetle. Oh, sorry. Nope, there's more. I got to scroll down. Plastic Man, Man of Steel 2, Deathstroke, Black Adam, Lobo, Cyborg. So these are all the rumored movies. Right. That's a huge list. That is a huge list. Obviously, it's not going to be that many. Right. They're very overzealous. There. I feel like the ones we only like know for sure are Joker and Wonder Woman. I don't know if any of these the, are like I'm pretty sure the sure. Birds of Prey movie is in production currently. All right. It's like, I think it's filming at the moment. Um, That's, yeah. I mean, that's really a, about it. So let's start with what shouldn't they do. Okay. Well, okay, so, and we're kind of looking at where the DCEU is going moving forward. So, there is a couple things we know, right? So, we know we know about the recent news about Robert Pattinson being cast as Batman. Right. So, we know that. What are your feelings on it? I don't know. It's, it's fine, I guess. Like, so here's the whole thing with that. Just like when Ben Affleck got cast and I hated the choice. Like it's not like I'm a particularly a fan of this choice, but I don't I couldn't tell you that I have anything against it. Like I understand why people don't like it. He was fucking a vampire in Twilight, but whatever. That was like a decade ago, wasn't it? Like yeah, the Twilight movies were I think were pretty long time ago at this. That's point. what I'm saying. So I didn't really watch them. So. And like it's it's not really fair to like typecast them as just that. You know what I mean? Like yeah, so I, I feel what? the same he, way. Like I was pleasantly surprised by Ben Affleck, and I feel like could definitely play a young Bruce Wayne. Yeah, he's look, he's a bit pale. He's a little pasty. But okay. other than that, like yeah, I mean I mean Gotham's a cloudy fine. place. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. I I guess I'm at the point now where like I don't have any real expectations for DC movies at all. So it's like whatever they do, I'm just kind of like sure. <laughs> we'll see how it turns out. Like that's the mindset I have right now. We'll see how it turns out. If it's shit, it's shit. If it's not, well, that's great. But it's not like I'm really expecting it anything out of it. You know what I mean? Right. Same thing with this cast choice. I'm like, ah, fine. So we know that. Um, it's been confirmed that the the Joker movie, which is the next one we're gonna get, is our is gonna be R rated. Which, which is, is exciting. Yeah, makes that good. movie it should better. Be. Yeah, it, it makes me a bit more excited for it. I'm still confused with this one. I'm still kind of like, what are they doing? Why are they doing it? But We're going to see the Joker's origin. That's the whole point of the movie. Do want to, though? I mean, probably not, no. but I want to see it. I'm a little excited for it. I get that we're not supposed to know it, and I hope at the end they make it seem like the whole thing could have not happened at all. That would be kind of cool. Yeah, they could just do a lot of cool things with it. I'm definitely more excited about it than you are. Yeah, that's true. Um, no doubt about that. I'm not saying I'm like over the moon about it, but nah, I'll definitely go see it. Yeah, okay. I mean, we're going to see it. We have an obligation to but podcast about it. But I feel like, 
Like, even if I wasn't obligated, yeah, I, I still would go still see it. Go see no, it. you're right. I still go see it, too. I definitely still go see it. Whether or not this is a, a Thursday night premiere ticket for me, I don't know yet. It will but, be. All right. Okay. <laughs> but, yeah, we're going we're gonna to see it. It's going to happen. Yeah, again, so, again, I'm just kind of like, I don't, I don't really know what to expect with this one. It could be good. It could be complete trash. I don't know. I guess I got to get past the fact that there's not going to be a Batman in this, but, you know, whatever. And, again, so they DC had kind of announced that um, going forward, they weren't going to try to build this whole big connected cinematic universe like Marvel's been doing. It's probably good. Following that whole stop trying to compete with Marvel. Yeah, they're going to just focus on making individually good films and just not worrying about whether or not they connect to each other, which for the two that they kind of did that, the three, really, I mean, it worked, right? Right. Because even though Wonder Woman was in the midst of them establishing the universe, they kind of took a step back with it because they jumped all the way back to fucking 19. What year was it? I don't know. I don't even know what world war it was. Was it world war? What a world war two? I think it was two. Yeah. I don't know. Sometime during world war. Yeah. II. So they took, they jumped way back. They took it way out of the, the current time frame of everything else that was going on. So it very much did have a, a standalone, kind of feel to it other than the the end scene where we see the same picture that batman pulls up later of wonder woman like it does it doesn't seem to be connected to everything else you know there's no references there's no no nick fairy at the end yeah it's just kind of like this is what it is and then obviously with aquaman he mentions briefly like yeah this whole thing about steppenwolf and then they just fucking move on like right it's it they mention it once and then they just forget about it and then we have no, they don't say anything about Batman or Superman or Wonder Woman, nothing. It's just Aquaman and Mirror just gone about it. And it worked. And then Shazam, yeah, they had the little, like, they, they made it clear in this one that it's a part of this universe. Or not even necessarily that it's a part of the DCEU universe. Just that it exists in a world where Superman and Batman and Wonder Woman and and Aquaman all exist. You know what I mean? Like whether or not it's the same ones, we don't no, know. But they made it pretty clear it was the same one. Why? Because of the, the end scene? Even all the toys looked exactly how they looked in the movie. Did they? Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. I don't know. I still feel like it was fairly vague. Like, yeah, they didn't go super deep into it, but I feel like that movie more so than even the other movies was clear that it was in the same universe. That's true. Yeah, I get that. That It's definitely more clear than the other two. But I I still feel like they left themselves some room to be like, yeah, it's it's not the same. It's not Henry Cavill Superman. It's, it's It's just Superman. You know what I mean? Like, if they decided to just... I don't know if I agree. Rebuild it. I I don't know. Maybe maybe I... I could be wrong. Who knows? Whatever. (laughs) But I don't know. To me, it just seemed like they left it vague enough where it's like, yes, Batman and Superman and Aquaman all exist in this universe. 
but whether or not it's the Henry Cavill, Ben Affleck, and Jason Momoa, you know, ones that we all know, it's maybe, maybe not. I don't know. All right. So, yeah. But the fact that they were like, yeah, fuck trying to make this a whole big universe thing and just kind of made some movies worked in their favor. So maybe the fact that they're doing this whole standalone out of the blue Joker movie again will work in their favor. Do you you think that's a good strategy going forward? Yeah. Um I feel like they could just not have a focus on the fact that it's in the same universe. But then still, if they wanted to do a Justice League movie and they had these characters well established, they could still find a way to throw it together. Like, I don't think they should necessarily, like, make it. So, I mean, so like, you know, the the Christian Bale Batman movies, like it was. I felt like that movie was clear, like only Batman existed in that universe. Yeah, definitely. I don't know if they should go like to that extreme where like these characters can't or don't exist in their universe. but They just don't need to put a focus in it. I get that. Okay. What what else we got coming out? So Joker. So Joker. The next Wonder uh, Woman movie. The next Wonder Woman movie. I, Which again, I think Birds of Prey is still going to be the same kind of thing. Where with this new Wonder Woman movie, it doesn't seem like they're still keeping it in the past, right? They're not bringing it to the present. It still seems like it's going to be like a quick scene of like where Wonder Woman is now and like flashback to where she was in 1984, kind of. Yeah. Deal. You know what I mean? Still, again, before Batman's around, before Superman's around, like it's just kind of a f- her own movie. Um, and then we have Birds of Prey. Jeff, like I, we don't I really don't, know anything about. No. I, all we know is Margot Robbie's in it. Other than that, like, I don't know. Who cares? Like, why, why are we doing this? No, nah, I think it's kind of cool. We got an all female DC team. Yeah, I mean, that's fine, I guess. I don't have anything against the all-female DC team. It's just... I feel like there's so many other... Like, can we get a good Superman movie before we start doing all this other shit? <laughs> like, I don't understand. I feel like DC to a point is trying to do things that they haven't done at all. Um, and seeing if they work. And seeing yeah. if it works. Yeah. I feel like um, that might be bad because that might be trying to compete against Marvel again. But that's the thing. Like Marvel took characters that weren't super huge and made movies with them and made it successful. And DC's like, we have all these characters that we could be doing that too. Why aren't we doing that? Yeah. Well, all of these, all of the, the characters of the Marvel Cinematic Universe in the comic books are all really Marvel's like B-list characters. You know, like none of them were really stars in their own right they were just kind of like like the stars of marvel when the comic books were like at their peak popularity were like the x-men and like the fantastic four you know spider-man and spider-man um but iron man thor captain america those were all b-list characters and even when they put them together as a team that's why they did it because they just they weren't doing much on their own so stan lee was just like let's making a team. He also wants to compete with the Justice League. So he was like, I'll just make my own team. But again, where he fell short was like the Justice League was some of the most popular characters in the world. Like not not just these B list characters that they didn't know what to do with, you know? Yeah. So the fact that yeah, D C has those characters and they see Marvel doing this with just not even their stars, it's like what are we what are we doing? 
but but well i don't know if the solution then is to be like well we'll just give up on on superman and batman for now we'll just focus on some doing something different because it almost seems as though they're just like let's just throw a bunch of shit at the wall and see what sticks you know what i mean and it's like whether or not that's the right approach it it could be it could work but it could also fail miserably yeah, see, I feel like some of these choices are weird, but I can get behind Birds of Prey. Yeah, I can get but behind like, it. But, like, look at the list. Like, the trench, that's a weird choice. Weird I choice. I think Lobo's a weird choice. Yeah, who wants a Lobo movie? Um, Gotham City Sirens is a weird choice. It's basically just Birds of Prey. Black Hawk, New For Gods. What? Yeah, I mean, some of these, like, yeah, it's just weird. Honestly, I don't even really want to see a cyborg movie either. No, me neither. His his origin's so like Black Adam, straightforward. That just needs to be a Shazam movie. It should have just been a Shazam movie. Um, just make Black Adam Shazam too. Yeah, and I don't think Deathstroke should be a standalone movie either. No, he doesn't need a standalone movie. Yeah, I think he'd make a great villain for I'm Batman. I'm gonna throw a Plastic but... Man in there too. I couldn't care less about a Plastic yeah, Man movie. Fair enough. I, again, I see where they're trying. Blue to go Beetle with though. That. We're excited for. I hope they do a blue beetle, blue beetle movie. That would be pretty cool. Hmm. I feel like just Young Justice may be a fan of. Blue I was beetle. just about to say. I feel like you're thinking like a Young Justice blue beetle, and I I don't think that that's the way they would do it. I really don't. Think they're gonna go with the original blue beetle? Maybe. I nah, just feel like they not, fail. Nobody even cares about that character. Yeah. I just feel like they fail at a blue beetle movie. <laughs> <clears throat> that's just me. Oh, are you si- excited at all uh, about where they're going? Or you know what? What do you What do you think is the solution? I think, <sighs> man, it's hard. I think almost what they're doing with Batman is probably smart. As much as I like Ben Affleck, he is old. So how much more could we get out of him? You know, when they were talking about the route for a while there, where they were like, "We'll make Ben Affleck." old Bruce Wayne and would do like Batman Beyond that would have been pretty damn cool that would have been cool they did that that would be awesome but I get the whole like appeal of like you know let's go back to like a younger Batman from what I've been reading it's supposed to be more of like a detective version Batman and I think that would be kind of cool like it sounds like this new movie that's coming out uh like I was telling you earlier it's supposed to have six Batman villains in it not that they're all going to be main villains, not that they're all even being their villain point, but they're just going to be in the movie, like clearly existing in the universe. Mm. And it's supposed to be more of a like mystery. Like there's like a, a span of murders and Batman's investigating, trying to figure out who's doing it to take them down. That actually sounds pretty solid to me. Yeah. I mean, we haven't really got a true uh, detective Batman yet. Right. So it, it could be cool to do a different take on it. Yeah, I mean, give, look, give us a detective Batman that doesn't murder people. Give us a Superman that's fucking, like, hopeful, you know, and, like, it's truly, like, the symbol of, like, peace and hope. And just... Stick truer to the character. Exactly. Just stop trying to do this dark, gritty bullshit. Like, I get it. Again, one of their problems is that they saw Marvel being all lighthearted and fun and they thought we'll go a different route and we'll keep ours more dark and realistic and gritty and it's like no it just it just made it boring and dreadful like yeah 
That's yeah. all it did. It, look, there's. I think the way to fix this is, I don't, I don't think they said they should just throw anything at the wall. I think what they should do is yes, a give up on trying to establish some kind of universe together. Like just, if anything, don't force it. You know what I mean? Right. Like don't shoehorn shit into a movie just because it needs to connect to a next movie like they did with Batman versus Superman. Like those fucking weird origin videos. I like, like yeah. this is so dumb, you know, just to go into a justice league movie. Like don't put that much emphasis on it. If it's a couple Easter eggs here and there. Sure. But it doesn't need to be shoehorned in like that. Like, so stop doing that shit. Focus on making good movies. Like, just take a character, do the research, stay true to the character. And how, like, there's literally thousands of comic books you could draw inspiration from. Stop using the same stories over and over. And really dive into who the character is. Like, we keep seeing Batman movies, but they keep being based on the same Batman stories, right? The Dark Knight Returns, um, fucking Batman Year One. Like, it's the same comic book stories they keep coming out of. And it's like, give us something different, you know? I don't know if they've really done Batman Year One like the comic. Kinda. I mean, I was like Batman Begins. And like Batman at 1989. I guess. Not like, again, not 100% true, obviously. Just like, they've done the Dark Knight fucking Returns like twice, but it it wasn't like completely true to the story. It was just like, here's a dark or older, you know, grumpier Batman who like has to come out of retirement and like try to save the world again but his knees busted <laughs> like uh, we don't need to see grumpy old batmans anymore like just give us a batman in like the prime of his career where he's like he can take on six villains at one time and be okay and just have something go real wrong like i don't know just give us something different All right you know yeah I think um, what 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 else you got? I think that's it. I think that's the episode. I feel like we solved the DCEU issues. Yeah, well, they need to get this shit together. <laughs> Cause you know it would be great to live in a world where not only do we get Marvel movies and DC movies, but where we get good Marvel movies and good DC movies. I don't care about the competition. And that it all ends with one solid crossover. Yeah. I don't think (laughs) one needs to be better than the other. I want both of them to be good. Like, I want to see good live action DC movies. Yeah. Just. That's uh, a parallel universe where they have good DC and bad Marvel movies. Yeah, I guess so. What What a universe that would be. So, yeah. There we go. DCEU. Which, by the way. Is not even officially what it's called. It's all right. They just made it up. That's fine. And DC just brought with it. it. <laughs> all right. 
They can reach us at Coast Calls Pod. Boom, boom. They can do it on Gmail. They can mm-hmm. do it on Instagram. They can do it on mm-hmm. Twitter. Mm-hmm. Facebook. There you go. Let us know what you think about the I DC. I keep wanting to say Snapchat. Well, I'm mega Snapchat, so I can just say Snapchat. What are we going to do on Snapchat? I don't know. We're just going to have random snaps. Snap at us. Just random snaps out of our dogs. Yeah. Uh, in superhero costumes. Yep. This week, a Batman cape. Next week, the Riddler. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, let us know what you think about the DCEU. Should, do you think the path that they've been going down so far has been working? Did you enjoy the DCEU movies? Do you like the DC movies better than the Marvel movies? Let's 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 have a discussion. Let us know what you think. And um, yeah, thanks for listening to this one. Uh, make sure you um, subscribe if you're listening. Comment. Let us know what you think about the show. Tell a friend. You know that that helps. But until next time, bye.